0: back to another episode of the conversations podcast. I'm your host Kate and I'm so stoked to be back with you guys for another episode. I did a little poll on my Instagram story and you guys all voted for me to talk about how to get out of a rut. I recently was in a rut for a couple months so I kind of learned some tips and tricks on how to get out of it. So this week, that's what we're going to be diving into. But as always, before we get into it, if you are liking the podcast so far, be sure to leave a rate rate and review and follow the podcast Instagram. It's at conversationswithkate. Also, if you like hearing my voice or you like me, then please be sure to follow my TikTok and my Instagram. I post very actively on it. My Instagram and my TikTok, I'm fashion crazy. So if you want to see some outfit ideas, Or if you just want to laugh, I think I'm funny at least, then be sure to follow those. They are underscore Kate Pope underscore. I post daily on pretty much both of them. And for Instagram, I'm definitely trying to be better at responding to my DMs because I love connecting with you guys. So be sure to check those out if you want to connect with me and see me more. All right, so my gratitude for this week is new routine. I recently started a new job. I'm working as a social media manager for other companies. Um, so I'm in the works, I have one right now, and I'm in the works of picking up another client as well. So it's super exciting because while I was in my rut, like this is what I wanted to do, but I didn't know quite how to do it. So I was able to kind of work through that and build out a process of how to get from point A to point B. So I'm super excited, in my first week, which is why I'm filming on a Friday, and I'm going to edit it and post it tonight because this week has been... Definitely crazy with trying to figure out a routine and like balancing my own life and these jobs and my goals. And I'm also going back to Aritzia, so if you guys want a styling appointment, then be sure to book that with me as well. So, what I did for Aritzia for a long time is I offered personal styling either virtually, so if you don't live in LA, we can do it over Zoom and I can send you guys products and make you guys little outfits. Or if you live in the LA, Orange County area, I can meet you guys at the store and I can style you. So if you're interested in that, message me on Instagram. But that's something new and exciting that all this happened this week. So it was definitely a big change, but I'm really excited to be able to put my energy and my creativity into something else. My fashion item that I'm loving this week, I think I said Revolve last week as well, but we're bringing it back and I've been obsessed with the cargo pants. I've been seeing them everywhere. I know they're super in style and trendy right now. I think they're so cute with like a little top. It's a, it's a good look. But I recently got these Revolve cargo pants. They're from Super Down. I'll have them linked to my Revolve favorites. That'll be in the show notes. They're the best things ever. These ones are high-waisted. They're a khaki color. I kind of wish I got the green, but I'm obsessed with green. I need to find other colors. And they make the butt look amazing. They make the waist look snatched. And they're like sleek yet comfortable and relaxed at the same time. So you can easily dress them up or dress them down. I think they're such a good staple to have in your wardrobe, especially for the uh, the springtime. I'm also really into my Skims outdoor tank or tea, not a tank. And I'm obsessed, you guys. If you guys have not tried the Skims t-shirts, you need to. I don't know what is in these t-shirts, but they make you look amazing. Like, I have no boobs. Zip, zero, nothing. But when I put these on, I'm like, ugh, who is she with these, like, mommy melker girls that she's got on? Like, they flatter you so well, and it makes your waist look good. I have a wide whip rib cage, so, like, sometimes tight things they don't love on me. But it's like I don't have ribs. Like, it's like it brings you in so snatched that you just, like, look like a million bucks. I don't know what the t-shirt does, but I feel so confident and so strong and so hot in it. And it's literally just a t-shirt. Like it's insane. I like didn't believe it at first until I got it. And I can never go back. I want them in so many colors, but they're always sold out. So definitely I'm signed up on the wait list. So whenever they get a new drop, I get notified. So I'm super excited because I want them in all the colors. They're my favorite, even more of a favorite than my Ritzia Ortez tees or TNA rib tees. I used to love those, but now I've become a skim scout, and I don't think I can ever go back. What I'm looking forward to this week is my bestie girl, Trinity, is coming to visit me because we can't be apart for longer than a month, apparently. We did go like six months without seeing each other, and that was definitely too long. And now we realize that I we saw each other in February, March, we'll see each other in April, and then I'm going to go visit Canada I've never been to Canada, and I'm super excited, so I think we're going to book that trip when she's here. Um, I'm so excited. She's literally coming for two days, but I'm just excited to see her because she makes me so happy. She has the Wellness Cafe podcast. I'm sure all of you have listened to it. It's a big favorite. She's amazing. She is such a wonderful woman, and like she really sticks to her beliefs. Like She practices what she preaches. She's very much... I look up to her so much because... I feel like it's so unique in the age of social media on people who are actually the way that they portray themselves. Like, I definitely have, like, my wellness and also my cheat days. Like, I'm, I'm an average joe, as I call myself. Um, but she definitely, like, lives a life that is so motivating. Like, she'll literally wake up so early and she'll do her journaling and she'll do all her, like, habits. And, like, she goes to her Pilates and her workouts And she's, like, dedicated to it and she sticks to it. And, like, I use her as inspiration a lot because I know sometimes I wake up and I'm, like, I just, like, don't want to go work out. I would rather sleep. I'd rather just, like, do the easier route. But being friends with her and, like, watching her social media and listening to her podcast, like, she definitely pushes you to be the better version of yourself. And so I love being around her. I'm really excited. We're going to a Revolve event. We're going to this big TikTok event, which I'm so excited about. It's Y2K themed. So we're kind of like don't really know what to wear. So that's been kind of like a really first world stressor for me. Um, But also my friend Chloe. Whoa, it's Chloe on TikTok. She's my makeup queen. She's taught me everything I know. You guys should definitely go follow her on there. I'm obsessed with her. She is the sweetest angel girl ever and I'm actually living with her when my lease is up in May. So it's in a month, you guys. Isn't that crazy? But she's coming for her first event ever and I'm so excited to see both of them. Like I feel like, I mean, it's only going to be two days with them, but they're two of my most favorite people and two people that I really look up to and that they really inspire me. And so I'm excited to have that around me next week. Alright, let's dive into the episode on how to get out of a rut. We've all been there. We've all experienced it. It sucks. It is such a shitty feeling when you feel like you are not meeting to your goals. You feel like you're not aligning with what you're capable of. It's a shitty feeling and we've all been there. But let me give you my tips and tricks on how I get out of a rut. So, the past couple months with graduating college, I was working at Ritzia full-time, getting into social media, but not fully into it, and kind of, I was really into the deep-dive world of comparison. Like, that was really soaking me in so deep to where I just built myself into this rut. Like, I felt like I was not meeting where I wanted to be, and I was not the version of myself that I thought I could be. And so... Took me two months to get out of it. Like, it's not an easy process. And I'm just at the point where this week, I'm like, holy shit, like, this is where I wanted it to be. And now it's all coming true. Like, I definitely do have, obviously, days where I'm kind of mentally burnt out or like in a mental rut, which we all have those. It's normal. We're human. It's okay to have those feelings. It's natural. Don't hold yourself like too hard for having those every now and again. But we're talking about like the rut where you're in for a couple weeks or a couple days, like the ones where you just can't seem to shake off. My first tip is acknowledge the problem. Acknowledge that you're in a rut instead of blaming yourself and blaming it on you personally. Accept the fact that it's one of those times. Like, it's not a high peak performing time. It's a low time, and we need lows for highs. But the first thing is accepting that you're in that rut and acknowledging that you need to make a change in order to see the result that you want. So for me, like, I was looking at my life and where I was at and where I wanted to be, And I accepted that I was in a rut. I had all these dreams and goals, but I was not acting on it because in my head, I was too in my head. Like, I was not acting on what I wanted to do because I dug myself in a hole of a rut that I wasn't making a change. So acknowledging in myself that I'm in a rut and I'm in a low point kind of allowed me to be like, okay, I see. It's not me personally. It's the time that I'm at. It's the way I'm approaching it. I'm digging myself in a hole. I need to figure out how to get out of this hole and how to get to where I want to be. So how I did that was I looked at my goals. I looked at where I'm at now, where I want to be, and how to get there. And so some of my goals I noticed were pretty unrealistic for the time frame I was giving myself. Like I was giving myself huge goals or huge huge life dreams, huge life goals that I thought I was going to achieve right away. And like life was just going to be a lucky charm and it would all just happen for me. And so when that, wa- that wasn't happening, I, like, took it to heart. Like, I thought it was personal. I held myself, like, really accountable and was a big critic of myself. Uh, like, why why aren't these goals happening In reality, me? In reality, it's because I was having too big of a goal. we so were just unrealistic for me to accomplish. So taking these big goals, I kind of broke them down into smaller chunks and gave myself little time frames for smaller chunks. This was just a confidence booster because... If you have like these smaller goals and you achieve them, it like builds your confidence up, it makes you excited, it makes you happy, and it makes you ready to do the next goal. And so that was a big thing, was I felt like like a little breath of fresh air as I accomplish a small goal, because it's was like, okay, wow, I actually don't suck. I can achieve something in a more realistic approach and more realistic time frame and manner. It supports you and it kind of gives you that push, to be like, okay, I can do this, I can do the rest. And it's also really important when you're making these small changes and adjustments to your goals is taking it one little tiny step at a time i know it sounds like really like a cool idea to just change everything at once get it all done but just kind of overhauling everything all at once is going to put you more in a rut because you're going to still be like okay shit, i just like completely scratched my goals to newer goals and now i'm in the same boat just with different goals (laughs) So trying to change little small habits and little small goals makes it more sustainable and it makes it less overwhelming. And also if you're doing smaller goals, you're able to identify like what goal is like easier and what goal is harder. And you can identify like how can I make these harder goals easier? And maybe it's not working out. Maybe I need a different goal. Maybe this approach is better. Having these smaller changes allows you to identify the what's what's working and the what's not. So if you limit the changes that you make, it makes it a thousand times easier to create a more sustainable change and a more sustainable plan to reach your goals instead of just doing everything at once. You need to break it down step by step, work on it one piece at a time, see what's going good, what's going wrong, and evaluate the wrong, evaluate the good, and make a plan. Like I think really analyzing yourself and what's working makes it so much easier to move on further for your goals because you know like this works for me, I'm gonna use this in the future. This doesn't, I'm not gonna use this. And it really helps yourself get out of a rut in the future too because if you know like my I respond best to X, Y, Z. Next time you're in a rut you know like I can do this to help boost me up a little bit instead of just being like I don't know what's going on, I'm just gonna change everything. No, baby steps a big part of being a rut for me is just the comfortability in the routine. It gets boring and you get mentally exhausted from it. So I think being a little bit more impulsive, getting a little bit uncomfortable is definitely a way to kind of get you out of that rut because you're experiencing different things. I know oftentimes like being uncomfy and like impulsiveness is like often seen as bad, which sometimes it is, like you should definitely not put yourself in any crazy uncomfortable situations but uncomfortability to an extent is so good because it allows you to grow. Being comfortable, you're only gonna grow so much that's oftentimes why we get into a rut is because we've reached the max growth we have with that routine or in that hobby or in that job. Whatever it may be, sometimes being uncomfortable allows ourselves to grow into a better human, a better worker, and a better creator. Impulsivity and uncomfortability can be your friends and And it doesn't have to be being uncomfortable in like whatever you're in in a rut it can be taking your mind off of it and being uncomfortable in something as simple as like signing up for a workout class that you've been too scared to do say yes to the date say yes to a trip say yes to something you would never ever say yes to because you've always been too scared or do something like maybe go on a crazy hike that you've always just thought was too hard push yourself a little bit even if it's not in whatever it's like you're in a rut yourself uncomfortable in other situations build your confidence because after at the end of the day you're like i did that i completed that i was scared and then the worst thing that can happen is like you have a bad time and you know you don't do it again but having that confidence of like i did something that i was kind of scared or nervous about builds your confidence and motivates you to do that in other areas of your life which is beneficial if you're in a rut because i think that way you can get a different angle on how you're looking at whatever's making you in a rut. Uncomfortability provides growth. I think that's a big thing. I, If I'm looking at what my life models are, I think that's definitely one of them. It's scary and I hate being uncomfortable, but after doing it, and especially recently, I've done it a lot, I've learned how much I grow and how it makes me look at other issues in my life at a totally different perspective than I would not have. Because I'm looking at things in a different light I've seen different things. I've experienced different emotions. And it allows me to come back to the root of the issue and be like, okay, I originally didn't think of it this way. But now that I have this experience, I can view it like this. And maybe this is a better way to view it. It gives you perspective. Self-care and giving your brain a break is so important in all aspects of life. A routine is so good. but A routine can get boring. And boring pushes us into a rut. Because in our minds, boring sometimes equals unhappiness or, like, we're not growing. And it's not always the case. Like, there's no, like, direct correlation with boring being no growth. Like, not at all. But in our minds, I think we often convince ourselves, like, I'm not progressing because I have a solid routine that I've been doing every single day. Or you just, like, feel so, or you just feel so adjusted to your everyday life. So then suddenly you just feel bored. And And I think we build a routine, not only in our day-to-day lives, such as like waking up at a certain time, doing certain morning habits, all of that, but our brain literally makes a routine for itself. I took a psych class, so I remember this very clearly, but our prefrontal cortex is what helps us work through problems, and it applies problems and kind of saves them in our mind. So if we do something and it works, our brain kind of captures a little picture of it, saves it and so next time we have a similar problem our brains like oh i know we need to do this and it's cool that our brains do that because it's really helpful in a lot of ways but some challenges it just doesn't quite work as it did prior and our brain when it doesn't work it's kind of like what the hell this usually works damn it i'm in a rut because you dig yourself in a hole because you're like well this has always worked And now I don't have a solution because it's not working. Give your brain a break. Separate it. Unfocus it. Especially if you're having just a day-to-day rut and you're in like a rut with creativity. You don't know what content to do. You're in a rut with your, if you do computer work and your brain just can't focus. Whatever your job may be, whatever hobby or relationship, whatever is putting you in a rut, step away from it. Let your brain kind of wander a little bit. Go for a walk. Go for a workout. Meditate. Let your mind think about other things and allow it to unfocus itself from that situation. And then your mind can slowly start to rebuild a different response. Instead of automatically being like, I have this response saved. I'm going to use it. I know it works. Let your mind wander and kind of think of different ideas and come back to it later after you separate yourself for a bit. And I guarantee you'll come back like fresh-minded, new ideas, and you'll approach it in a different way. And of course, I'm really big on self-care. I think self-care is so important, and self-care often affects a lot of our moods and our health. So oftentimes, if we feel like we're unmotivated, we feel down, we just feel like we're not doing that great, I think looking into your body, reflecting like, am I eating the right things? Am I working out? Am I giving myself a break when I need it? Relaxing my mind and doing things that make me happy? Am I sleeping enough? Am I spending time with people I love? These are all questions I think it's really important to ask yourself. If you are feeling like you're in a rut and you're feeling stuck and just lost and unmotivated, good self-care practices are good for your mind and your body. They're not just for your body. They're for everything. And I think practicing these self-care habits daily... It boosts your energy, it boosts your motivation, it boosts your serotonin. It leaves you more capable of practicing your routine and the flexibility to rework how you look at different things. It allows you to not feel so tired. It allows you to have a balance between work, relationships, self-care. It, allows, it creates balance in your life, and you need balance. If you don't have balance, you're gonna overwork yourself and put yourself in a rut. You're gonna overthink something and put yourself in a rut. So I think it's super important to carve out those times for sleep. Sleep is so important, I think we often forget. I got our mind, I remember in high school, I would stay up super late to study for a test because I thought I would be get a bad grade if I didn't study all night. Sometimes it's better to just call it quits go to sleep, come back in the morning when you're fresh-minded. Taking breaks, if you're feeling frustrated, like I said earlier, giving your brain a break, that's super important. Exercising, so important. You feel a thousand times better if you exercise at least like four days a week, I would say. Even if it's just going for a walk outside, it's so important. Eating enough, that's big, super big. Making sure your body is getting the right nutrients to fuel it's thinking to feel its mind to fuel the day. If you don't, if you're not eating enough or eating the right things, you're gonna feel sluggish, you're gonna feel unmotivated, and you're gonna feel tired because you're not giving your body what it needs to keep going. And also, spending time with people you love and spending time with things that make you happy. Like, you want balance, you want something to look, look forward to. You don't wanna constantly surround yourself with work or people that are negative or people that are bringing you down. You need a break, you need balance, you need time to step away and reflect and kind of re-energize ourselves in like that emotional way. My last tip, which I think was my big, big one that really hit home for me, was taking a step back from the idea of perfectionism. Perfectionism is a big goal for a lot of us. A lot of us think we're perfectionists, we want to be perfectionists. We have high standards and that's freaking great. You should have high standards. But if you're spending such a long time making sure your relationship or your work or your body or whatever it may be, if you're spending a tremendous amount of time over focusing on making sure that it aligns with perfectionism, you're going to burn yourself out and it's not a healthy way to look at it. Yes, it's so good to always strive for the best, but it's also important to recognize that having mistakes and having low points is totally normal. It's a part of growth. It's a part of being human. Every successful person has had a rut. Every successful person has made a mistake. It's unavoidable. And trying to avoid every single mistake can prevent you from getting things done, can, can prevent you from achieving your goals long term. And like no one wants to hold yourself to such a high standard perfectionism it's going to lead you down to anxiety and depression and comparison it's not healthy and it's not a good way to look at things instead like how I sort of viewing it is like did my best I did my best you did my, your best in your relationship you did your best at work you did your best at school you did all you can do and that's okay it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be the most dreamy admirable work relationship or whatever as long as it's your best, that's all that matters. Even if it's not the end point that you thought you would have, you, you're done. You finished it, you got it, you did your best, you can't dwell on it, there's nothing else you can do. And I think that was something that was so important to me was realizing that everyone's best is a little bit different. So trying to compare yourself to other people and match up what perfection is, it's different for everyone and it's not healthy. So I think the most important thing is separating yourself from perfectionism and understanding that you're doing your best. Even when you're in a rut, I know it's so easy to be like, "Damn, like this person is doing way better than me," or "I used to do this. Like I used to be like this. I used to do this." It's okay. We change as we grow, and our habits and our hobbies change and what we like to do and we don't like to do change as we get older. And accepting that Our best is all we can do, and it's okay to have ruts because that's what makes us human, that's what makes us us, it's okay to have mistakes. The best we can do from is learn from it and move on. Like sitting and dwelling in it isn't gonna help us, but I think it's important to view it from a different light as I'm doing the best that I can. I am showing up for myself as the best person I can be, and that's all that matters. I'm making myself proud by doing everything I can It'll work out how it's meant to work out. Alright, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so, so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day. You guys will be getting a bonus episode next week because this week was so crazy. As I said, I was going to do a bonus episode this week. It got pushed back, so you'll be getting my little recap on confidence and what it means to me to be a woman. You'll be getting that on Tuesday, so stay tuned for that. It'll be super exciting. And as always, be sure to leave a review. It'll mean the world for me. Get us five stars. I know I kind of ramble a lot. I'm working on it. But be sure to also follow my TikTok and my Instagram if you want to see some daily outfits. And also follow the Conversations with Kate podcast on Instagram. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you guys so, so soon.